0: Welcome back to another episode of the Knee and K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla, and today I am here with Sammy. Hello. And today we are going to be talking about K-pop K-dramas, a.k.a. K-dramas that are about K-pop. There are yes. three that came out very recently that we are going to be touching on, which is Imitation, which we have already talked about pretty extensively here.
1: Quite extensively. Um, but we're here
0: again. Uh, Let Me Be Your Night and Idol the Coup. And we have watched a couple of other dramas that deal with K-pop, but none of them really deal with K-pop enough to warrant really mentioning them that much here.
1: So, those shows very much deal with K-pop as a tertiary aspect to the character. Like, for example, I've watched You're Beautiful. That is about a K-pop group, technically. But the fact that the the K-pop industry plays no part in this, it's mainly about a girl pretending to be a boy, and it's one of the worst things I've ever seen.
0: Mm -hmm. And I have seen um, The Producers and uh, Hit the Top, or Best Hit, or whatever that drama is called now, and that Producers deals a little bit less with K-pop and more so with, like, the sort of variety show, like, um, entertainment industry. Hit the Top is more so the actual K-pop industry, but it also involves, like, time travel and other weird stuff, so it's, like, the setting, but it doesn't really... I don't think it's really meant to be representing the K-pop industry at all, because there's, like, so many other weird things going on with that to begin with, so.
1: Yeah, and I know that there's other shows, like, I did attempt to watch something like Modern Farmer for this. Modern Farmer has nothing to do with the industry. I also find that a lot of these shows that are, quote-unquote, about the K-pop industry are really about... And we'll talk about that, because that's part of Let Me Be Your Night, but they're about bands. Yes. I don't know why and we chose bands, really. I also, I think that, because especially recently, they've, recently all these shows have been about the cave up industry. A lot of the older ones, and we're talking, like, You're Beautiful came out in, like, uh, 2009. Let Me Be Your Night's 24, uh no, Modern Farmers 2014. Like, a lot of those older shows, I think, have to do with bands just because you can do, like, the stereotypical American way that bands are produced.
0: Also, like, a- it's, honky in it's and, and,
1: like, or Members of C and Blue are also Blue are in them, a- so they're yeah. just, like, banned. So, yeah, you're, like, they can be a band. And also, I think that K-pop idols don't want to portray K-pop... I- now it's different because we know how shitty the industry is. That's a very open secret. And you can almost... K-pop idols are not as, um restricted now as they used to be they're able to do these type of roles where they're like actually making fun of it an industry that they are still in mm-hmm. as opposed to needing to be like a couple years out for them to be able to portray a cable vital that's being actively mistreated by their company yep yep so i think these shows are just so much i think also k dramas in general are just better than they were 15 years ago that's yeah. just oh for fact. sure like, oh my god but I think that uh for right now these shows actually with varying levels of success do attempt
0: and attempt at least least and, right, and like bare minimum an attempt
1: was made to represent the k-pop industry in, in all a of semi-realistic them. way this is not in yeah. a, a super out other than this. imitation will get imitation away. is, Imit- is Imit- something else but the other two I uh, think' be your night
0: and idle the coup do a decent job at representing like the modern k-pop industry
1: and also at least to a point even in imitation they attempt an attempt was an attempt made to was at made tackle, but tackle yeah to at least tackle the issues that actual k-pop idols tackle in the most fictitious way imaginable And like but an attempt we'll was it, made. but an attempt a- it was an attempt at least for that and I do think that in, with a lot of these older shows, because I think, like, the producers that hit the stage are probably the newest of the shows of, of that era of show, and they're even, like, 2016? Yeah. Something like that?
0: Something like that, I think.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's 2017. 2017, yeah. Yeah. So... I hit the top is like the newest one that's 2017 and it's only tertiarily involved in k pop and a lot of that also does
0: involve like the k-pop industry in like the 90s as well because yeah. of the weird time travel aspect of it so it is a it's a lot different than these other three
1: yeah so i do think that that's why we've sort of decided to focus on these three i also they're actually... all very they're all very recent too they
0: all came out this year or last year so yeah yep so i'll be all of them came out last year mm-hmm We're gonna talk about them in the order that we watched them, and also happens to be in order of like least best to best as well.
1: And honestly, it's also in order of uh, premiere date because *Imagine* came out May seventh of twenty twenty one. *Let Me Be Your Night* came out November seventh, and uh, uh, *Idol: The Coup* came out November eighth. Look at that! So they do. (laughs) So we are talking about them in chronological better the more than we made. See the more you make, mm-hmm. the more you uh yes yes you get. The here's the interesting thing though. And this is just before we get into individual shows, I just want to talk about how like these shows are talked about. None of these shows are particularly big hits. None of them do particularly shows, well. Yeah. No. All of these shows are actually, the only one that I saw really had any traction in the beginning was people who were excited for Imitation, I think mainly for the cast. For the casting, really, yeah. Uh, mainly because you had all those members of ATS and SF9 in it. And, and that think was that, also
0: because they were concurrently doing Kingdom at Kingdom. the same time that that yeah. was filming, so there was a lot of, um... Sort and of, also like traction for the show
1: because of that as well. And also of this new crop of uh K-pop based idol shows. This was the first one, so people got yeah. like slightly excited for it. And then people realized it was bad and it tanked. It didn't do well. Yeah. Then I I had heard of Let Me Be Your Night vaguely because of the cast. I had heard about I had it because seen...
0: we had the same male lead as Imitation
1: playing the exact same character a second time is why yes. I knew about Let Me Be Your Night. And I had heard of it because of the cast and just because I knew vaguely that it was another. I didn't assume it was about the of I thought it was more like those earlier shows that were just about a stereotypical band. Yeah. But I had n- really not heard of anyone talking about it. Like, not much. Mm-hmm. Like, from, like, just the drama, K-drama circles I go into, not many people are watching Let Me Be Your Night. And then Idle the Coup, I had heard of just from seeing a poster for it. Yeah. And I had not heard anyone talk about it. And to point that out, I'm on my drama list right now. And just looking at the amount of ratings, mm-hmm. Imitation is 9,000. Uh Let Me Be Your Night has two thousand and Idol the Coup only has one thousand.
0: Yeah, and also in terms of like ratings on my drama list, both imitation and Idle the Coup have an eight point one, which is wild and to me, and Let Me Be Your Night has a seven point 9. nine. Yeah. Which is like I mean, like Fair. all of the ratings on my drama list are very inflated to begin with. So that's They're like very about very infl- so them I having mean... an about an
1: eight is honestly not great in terms of like my travel no, no, list no, ratings. no 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 no. my travel list ratings are extremely inflated yeah. they're extreme any anything i see that goes below like a 7.5 like a 7.8 i get concerned oh if yeah you see anything that goes down to us i've seen shows that have a six mm-hmm. and i'm like what did you do yeah what did you do to piss off the my travel list users that much yeah there is so like I I've seen shows that got a six point three and I'm like what did you do? <laughs> Were you insulted? Like what? Did you it has to be just mother in, like, like insultingly what happened here? Bad
0: at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like what happened here? But otherwise, yeah. A lot of the these ratings are extremely inflated. But generally mm-hmm. speaking, I do think there's a lot more people watched imitation. Yeah. I think because I think that it was a lot so of that publicity. was
0: the ats and like the
1: sf nine of it all. And I, I also think. think it just. I think between the fact that that's actually based on a webtoon that has more eyes on it, that was actually produced by... um It was produced by KBS... But it was on Vicky, like, you had more access to watch it. I mean, so was Let Me Be Your Night, Let Me Be Your Night's also on Vicky. Yeah. And then Idle the Coup, I had to watch it on It I was on G E.
0: And it's like, I think Which that alone is the reason it's, why less people have watched it, because it's a lot less accessible. Not that, like, you can literally go on there and watch it for free. For it's free. just that I
1: think don't people don't know about it because it's a Chinese site to begin with. That's so. the other thing, is like, I pay, f- the, the reason I go on I.T.E. as much as I do is because I pay for it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I probably should be, I, I'm at this point at this, like, just trying to, you know, get my money's worth. Yeah. Just because I'm like, wait, I should probably be, you know, using what I pay for. Don't forget about it. Use it. (laughs) But, like, it's not a site that, like, is in regular rotation. Yeah, especially for K-dramas. Um, no, especially not for K-dramas. It's like, interesting it, that they do they do get, like, weirdly a lot of
0: K-dramas on iQiyi. But a decent
1: amount. Yeah. Like, that's also, I mean, the only place I've seen people actually talk about iQiyi was, it was where you could watch Girls Planet. Right. But also, if you're a big uh, Thai BL fan, a lot of them are going to iQiyi. And if you want to watch Kin Porsche, that will be on iQiyi as well. Very excited for that. I'm just plugging shit I want to watch. But yeah, no. Yeah, that's where we watched like all of the, the produced seasons. That's where we watched IG. half of the yeah. produced seasons. That's where we watched Stage uh, Boom is on there. Stage Boom's there. Who is Princess is there. Girls Planet's there. Yeah, a lot there, of I the I like assume...
0: survival shows went there. Yeah.
1: And it's like a very good site. I enjoy watching. Things yeah, there's on nothing there. wrong it's with pretty... it. It's
0: like fine as a site. Yeah, to it's, it's watch a decent shows. site, but
1: I don't think it's in the rotation. People just for don't K-drama know about fans. it. Yeah. I think a K drama fan is more likely to watch it illegally than it is yes. to watch it on yes, IG. Yes. Just because it's even. Because here's the other thing is I think the problem is when you Google a show because a lot of people just Google where to watch it. Yeah, IG doesn't appear. No, you all the have illegal to know it's places there. show up first. The illegal places show up but i chi does not you actually have to go there and search it yourself mm-hmm. or you have to be on there a decent amount that you can just sort of uh um, scroll wander through and find what's what you want to watch yeah it's not that hard it's actually not it's not pretty it's not, it not po- hard at all and a like decent amount um, of the shows
0: on there you can watch for free with ads so oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. honestly if you because uh, uh i know people that can't find backstreet rookie backstreet rookies on there mm-hmm. my roommate's a Ho is on here like there's a decent amount of just K dramas that they just put here.
0: Yeah, if you can if you if there's a K drama that you want to watch that isn't in like Viki or Netflix or one of the really more popular places, go check over there because there's a decent chance it is actually just over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, maybe watch a Chinese drama on here.
0: While They're very
1: good. They're very good. But otherwise, I do think that that's also partially why... Why um, it's
0: um it's got less ratings or, and why like, less people have talked about it generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, it's not something that you're just going to randomly find. No. You will have to search for it. It is a shame
0: because it's, it's easily the, the best
1: show of these three. Oh, easily. 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 Like, not
0: even a competition, the best show of these three. Mm-hmm.
1: So but, yeah. I think how we're going to do this is we're just going to go through imitation, talk about the good and the bad and how we thought that the just both in two aspects how the story went like how it is just as a show yeah and how it is as a portrayal of what it was trying to portray of like the k-pop industry or the acting or whatever so shall we begin with the show we've already talked about at length imitation imitation so imitation is interesting because i think it had like it had a good idea. And it it also had, a had good, a good It also had good source material to go off of. It did. The, the other thing is, I I find it very interesting that all three of these shows talk about their groups at different stages in their career. Because imitation is about a debut era girl group. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Let me be your Night is about an like at peak level a band. major band. Yeah. And then, uh, Idol the coup is about a flop girl group that needs to be that is like at the edge of disbandment the end of disbandment so I do think that like this is the I think maybe least interesting of the three in terms of easily story wise as well I mean story wise I'm just talking like concept wise I find like a debut era girl group and like debut era girl group I also think that the um Shack's so it's tea party is the girl group with our main lead uh then you have shacks the uh, exo style boy group the Mm -hmm. big boy group and then sparkling which is another i think debut era ish no i think they were they're a little bit they're the
0: nugu boy groups that they're probably like two or three years in but just not very popular Yeah, yeah
1: yeah so they're that's sort of our three main groups here i think generally speaking it's the weakest show. It has the weakest plot in that it doesn't really have and it a it doesn't plot. have a plot, but also too much plot. It doesn't have any sort of through-arching plot, but too much plot. Because a, it, also, it has no plot and
0: also like what plot it does have is completely irrelevant in the end.
1: Because you have our main main three girls who they're this it tends to throw wrenches in the story the way like a drama would. But in the most illogical way possible, like, these girls are debuting, but a a member that was supposed to debut, like, commits suicide the day that they debut, and then they hold off. Yeah. And then they debut with the same song, like, three years later. What? It's very confusing. That doesn't make any sense. It's very
0: confusing, the
1: entire the, the show thing. is not super well thought out.
0: It was not. Find. And the thing that blows my mind is that they had a, a, literally an entire web comic to take a storyline out of and they chose not to do any of that. Mm-hmm. It's like the only I mean, thing that we got is like there's like all of the characters and the groups are obviously the same and like the Channy plot line is kind of the same except so, it's way more
1: interesting in the web comic. So So the Channy plot line in the show is that at some point he was dating the girl that committed suicide, but he was in a group that's popular. And then, sort of, they were found out. She commits suicide, and then he disappears. He just I don't know drops how this man the can the disappear with no. Like you've seen how this takes place in modern day. You've seen how crazy K-pop fans are. Mm-hmm. How do you just dis? How he, you disappear? He literally he at this disappears
0: mid concert because he gets the call that the girl is about to commit suicide, and then. It's
1: just he never like, appears again. Never
0: appears again. And the explanation they give to the fan is, is just, like, completely unbelievable. Where it's like, yeah. he just has... He's, they're just like, he's leaving the group. Uh, we're not going to explain to you why. Like, that would be a major conspiracy theory. And then he just... K-Pop. But also
1: to the point where he, like... It's not even that he disappears from the industry. No, he just... did. Like, there's a investigative reporter who... That storyline goes nowhere. Goes nowhere. That investigative reporter is looking for him just to find him and cannot physically find him that's insane how do would that even work it doesn't make any sense like in the web comic that storyline also involves like
0: drugs and is a lot more entertaining and like it's still not a great like logically a plot line but it is a lot more interesting um mm-hmm. in the actual web comic
1: the other thing is i just found that this show decided to make because the other thing that doesn't make any sense is that they're also running a company out of a coffee shop. That doesn't make, doesn't any, make sense. any sense. They also decided to pay these girls, the members of Tea Party, a salary-based based compensation. Based salary, which doesn't
0: make any sense. Which doesn't
1: make any sense. That's not how...
0: And it's like, they or, bring it up how that's like, oh, this has never been done in K-pop before. And it's like, yeah, but that still doesn't make it an interesting plot point for this show about no, K-pop. No, it does
1: The other thing is I just find, and like, it also attempts to do acting. Like, it also attempts to tackle this through a, an idol actor perspective. Yeah. Wherein our main... uh, So our main lead, played by uh, Jung Jisoo and then uh, Lee Jung... uh, Lee Jun Young. Our favorite. Our favorite Our actor. favorite. We're going to keep talking about him today. He's going to be all over this Both episode. Both of them are... Lee Junyoung Young is apparently an actor in dramas, which makes sense. He's in a very successful K-pop group. But our main lead, a girl... For some reason, they decide to start putting her in film immediately, which that doesn't normally happen. But sure, maybe she's she's mm-hmm. a she's a prodigy or whatever. But also, the way they portray the acting doesn't make sense. No,
0: also like the member of Sparkling played by Yunho, who is kind of like the second male lead, he gets a role as like a police officer in the same drama that Lee jun-young is in, and like they have they obviously do this for like plot points where they have to have a fist fight. And I'm just like, this is not how you would do it in actual drama. And also, no way I like not I... just get stunt actors to do
1: that. And, but but also, you can't just punch him. No, that's assault. Even if you're acting, unless you have talked about it before. Because there are you know actors that like, if you say go all for it, you go yeah. all for it. But like that would be a can't just have a punch. fight and can't you just can't punch just him. have they a fight. They also
0: have Lee Joon-young do his own stunt where he flips a car. And I'm like, they would absolutely not have any actor, not even an idol actor, but they would not have any actor do that stunt.
1: Unless you are a trained stunt performer and he absolutely had to be in that car. Like who
0: does like all of his stunts, probably they wouldn't even let him do like flipping a car stunt.
1: I would not. I don't think anybody should be in that car. But like, generally speaking, I think that this show is the most fantastical in that it seems like it takes place in a fantasy world. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing, like, realistic about Like, it is the trappings of a K-pop group where, like, they'll mention the buzzwords of that they don't get paid. They'll mention the buzzwords of that they're not allowed to date. They'll mention the buzzwords of, I don't know, that they want to make different music than what their company wants. And then they, but like, they have the, the Channy suicide
0: with, like, dating and, like, um the suicide. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, like, they're trying to throw in... All of these, like, actual problems in K-pop, but it's executed in such a bad way that none of them make any sense for the drama. Yeah.
1: Other what? And, like, I'm trying to, like, say something nice, but I cannot find a nice There's, thing I don't. And it's, like, all of the side plots are, are dumb. They go nowhere. They don't make any sense. The other thing is that they attempt, at the end, they sort of make the reveal that it's the CEO that, like, caused all of this. It's uh, Shaxx's... Company CEO. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they end up just doing a big charity concert. Mm-hmm. Channy appears and then disappears immediately again. And disappears immediately and is like, I don't want to be found. And I'm like, okay. okay. I mean, the fact that I know you're alive is better right? than not knowing you're alive. So yeah. great.
0: But, but it's, it's like also just... the villains, the villains tend to be a little in these
1: K pop dramas, a little bit like too cartoony evil to be believable at all here's the thing i feel like they have to be because ceos in real life are mainly just business oriented and heartless also the amount that you would be involved with your ceo is very different yeah like these people these people are dealing with 18 managers before they even go near the ceo yep the other thing is i find i just find that the subtler manipulation is always so much better than these bambastic, like, cartoon villain yeah. moments. Yeah. Oh, easily. Where, like, the subtle manipulation of, I have your career in my hands and you could just never get to come back again. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, Channy, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'll kill her. Yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> get like, her to- ki- Like, what? Like, what's- like, Why Are you a <laughs> <What>? mob boss? <laughs> what? It just
0: doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. Also, the acting is terrible in this drama, mm-hmm. and it's like they casted um, a bunch of people, and it's like at the at's members have never acted before. No, but like this is the worst. Like Channy has ever. This is the worst show. That, like Channy has ever run Channy- in.
1: Channy genuinely looked uninterested to be there, and so did Hui Young. Mm-hmm. Hui Young, who I. Quinn doesn't do as much acting as like Chani does. Quinn doesn't do right a lot of acting generally. Like he does some, mm-hmm. and this but it is the worst acting this he's ever female done. Female
0: lead of this show has done so many other she's so really good, good shows. She was in Parasite, and then I, at the same time I was, the da- this, I was watching this, I was watching Doom at Your Service, and she was yes, great in so that. Good. So I'm like what yeah. like what even is happening in this show? Yeah. So
1: she is the uh rich uh, family's daughter in Parasite, like, and she did absolutely amazing in that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think that uh, I just think that overall this show was trying to be the closest thing is that it seems much more like those older K dramas, like a uh, Hit the Top or yeah. uh, You're Beautiful. Morse. because I do think that it wanted the K. If they could have, they would have put the K-pop further bend to the background mm-hmm. and then just focus on their relationship. Yeah. But I think with the fact that they're based on a webtoon, they sort of have to talk about the K-pop aspect. Right. The
0: fact and that And I is think they just weirdly, had too much going on. It's weirdly also more about idol acting than it is about it K-pop is. too, which is... That was also a really bizarre choice for it, so...
1: Yeah. And the other thing is it can't even really make a comment on being either, one, a super successful K-pop group... Or being a, uh, like, a, a debut era group. Yeah. Because, one, like, it doesn't focus at all on Shax's lives or anything like that. They talk about sawsangs, but this group goes out and talks to their sasangs The fan group person. is the
0: most unbelievable group of fans, especially absolutely. for a group like EXO, like Shax is supposed to be. It's incredibly unbelievable, the fact that we oh, had absolutely. to make them, like... They attempted to make them like actual characters and it is just like completely it was unrealistic. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess the good thing I can say about it, it has good music. Um, the Shack song is oh. great, and the Tea Party song is great. So all, no, those I can are give some it of that. my favorite song. those Sparkling are great song songs. Sparkling song is bad, but I'm pretty sure that song is meant to be bad. So Is it? We went back and we forth still, on whether no or not that song was supposed to be bad. If they made I that don't. song purposely bad I or give, if it's just, like,
1: bad. <laughs> I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and yeah. say, yes, this is supposed to be bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. Who knows? But the Shaq
0: song is a banger, and so is the Tea Party song. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's Shaq's... about the only All good thing I can say about one
1: it. One of the Shack songs is a banger. Because mm-hmm. Malo is great, uh, and Shacks, not We don't talk good. about the other one. The other one doesn't you, need to Kayla Taylor exist. refuses to think that it, like, nope, not refuses here. to acknowledge it. But Show Me by Tea Party is so that's good. That's a great song. It was genuinely one of my favorite girl group songs of last year. Mm-hmm. And it's not even really a not a real group, but it's fine. Not a real song. Sparkling, what was Sparkling song called? It's like Shining Diamond or something. It was called no, it was just called Diamond because it made me think of Seventeen. That's the Seventeen yeah, song. But it's like, it's like no, it's like
0: because considering Sparkling is essentially like an AT subunit, it's like it that's the an worst AT. any of them have ever sounded in their career. It's an AT subunit
1: plus one plus, plus one. What's a random guy? guy yeah. I don't know. I just think that overall, the show was confused by what it wanted to do and be. Yeah, easily. I think that's I think where all of the problems come from is that whoever
0: made this show had no idea what they were doing or what they wanted it to be. So
1: Mm
0: -hmm. that was bad. We've talked extensively about Imitation and how terrible it is before. So if you want more of that, we we have a whole evil PowerPoint
1: on it. I also think we're gonna continue to bring it up. It probably will because comment. it's just so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, in a weird way, I think we're gonna because we've seen we've watched worse shows together. We if have we watched this together. I still think Tinted with You and Rainbow Prince are both really both worse. Yeah, I don't know because Rainbow Prince so much, is worse. Rainbow
0: Prince for sure. Tinted with You is so short that I'm like I don't even know. We did watch that in like two hours. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> was more like a movie.
0: Yeah. All right, to so move on from Imitation into to Let Me a slightly Me Be Your, better show. Slightly better show, Let Me Be Your Night. I would say it's pretty significantly better than Imitation. Yes. Because and that's more so not because Let Me Be Your Night is really
1: good, but just because Imitation is really bad. Oh, yeah, because Let Me Be Your Night is about, like, I would say it's average. I yeah. gave it, it's like, average. a 6.5. What did I give it's it? Average. I don't even
0: remember what I gave
1: it. Um, and I g- mainly dock at points just because I do not like the lead couple.
0: Yeah, lead couple is bad, but also half of that's because uh, Lee Jun Young is back playing the exact same character he played in Imitation. Fair.
1: So let's talk about who is in this group. I gave it um a 7, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lee Jun Young... So uh, Let Me Be Your Night is about a K-pop band who is like top tier like at the top of their game k-pop band so think like it's called like cn blue but like at their peak time yes yeah, cn blue at the peak and they're called luna but spelled like the l-u-n-a not, A- luna yeah not like like uh one group. us's song luna that way of spelling or like luna. the k-pop or not like the k-pop group luna I personally like their songs a decent amount. Their songs I they are fine. good.
0: They also sound like N flying songs, which is probably why they I do like them. They sound like N
1: flying songs. I like them a lot too. I do like them. I just don't necessarily think that because uh Lee Jun Young plays the uh main the vocalist lead singer or whatever. Yes. It's less of a, a
0: like a typical band lead singer because the other members of this band do sing as well. So it's not just he is singing the entire thing. For all of their songs. But yeah. he is their, um, their front, they're kind of their front man, and he is their, like, main I mean, music producer it, for the band as well. But he, um, has a condition, it's like, he is a, he sleepwalks, I guess? And that's does kind of where the main plot points of the show come from, is that he has a sleepwalking problem.
1: Yeah. And then you have, uh, we can just go through the main couple really right now. Then you have our main woman, who is a twin. Played by the same actress. Played by the same actress, obviously. And the main plot here is that her, she is, like, out of work, like, not, like, no money, really needs cash, and is trying to, uh, buy back her parents' home. Yeah. Um... Then her twin is a super successful uh, doctor who specializes in sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And, like, by comedy mishap. Yeah, just by uh, comedy of errors. Comedy of errors, she gets hired to help uh, Lee joon character stop sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And then they fall in love. Hooray. Great. I actually have no idea what the age difference between this couple is. No idea. In the show. <laughs> In real life, the actress is thirty, and Lee Jun Young like is twenty five. Yeah, but I don't know what the that seems like. Here. It would
0: probably be like Incorrect, what it would be in this. I don't know. It no, seems like it cause would be realistic because he he would not could be like twenty five in this band. Be that is twenty five. Like, I don't whatever. believe that
1: you are going to become the leading specialist in the field of sleep psychology By, like by thirty, I don't believe that at all. She's got to at least be, like, 35, 37. Because you got to think that she has had time to be a doctor. probably, And then the lead, the leader in sleep psychology. That's the part where I'm confused by. Yeah. But honestly, their storyline is actually very boring. It's very boring. It's, it's like, very, it's just, it's, it's very it's boring. Very stereoty- it's very stereotypical K-drama. Like, yeah. just picture in your mind how this storyline's gonna go. And that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's they like there's a bunch of
0: mishaps that happens because he's sleepwalking and doesn't know what he's doing. And it's like, eh, and also there's blah, a blah, big uh,
1: lie that like, wait, you're not, a- which again, wait, like, you're not a doctor, a crime. She's yeah. not a doctor. Mm-hmm. That, like it's actually quite it's, psychologically it's very, damaging. It's very much fraud in like a very bad fraud. way. So she's also like, it's also like very bad for her sister. If like, mm-hmm. hey, you're gonna ruin my reputation. Yeah. Yes, yes. But otherwise, where this show really shines is the side characters. The three other the members th- of this group are three the stars. Members of this group are wonderful. Yes. So let's just go through the most boring one right now. Yeah. Jung um, uh, Dongju plays the second male lead. He is not from any K-pop group. No. He's been in a couple of music videos, but he uh, just an actor. Is this- He's mainly. an actor. He mainly is there to be a foil to the male he's lead. There like to, he's there
0: to he's there for second male lead duties, and that's and honestly that's it. He's so
1: much of a better person. He's so
0: much of a better person. Clearly, should probably end up with the female lead instead of Jude Young, who know. is being a bitch the entire time. So, but he's, he's such second, an but he's second he's male so lead, arrogant. so he's doing second male lead things.
1: Yeah. Also, there's four members of this group, Kayla. Oh yeah, yeah. So then we have Jr. Who I think has maybe my set favorite or second favorite. I think like he has the most there. fleshed out storyline. He is the most fleshed out yeah. storyline. So he is the good. He's the bassist. He's the bassist. So essentially, he is dating a an um she's an actress, right? Divorced, yeah, like thirty she's year, year a old divorced divorced actress. divorced actress, and like they've kept this relationship a secret. For, like, this is a, an established relationship that's been going on for a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, like, then it, there are rumors that get out that he's dating this divorce actress, and then people start to freak out. Mm hmm. But I, honestly, it's the best. It's really, it's 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 really interesting. It's really good. And
0: I think, like, there are a couple episodes, like, an episode and a half of the show that are dedicated Dedicated to, like, him him him. and
1: that storyline, and
0: I think it's probably a couple, some of the best ones. I really like it. Oh, it's,
1: it's so good. Because he, it's a fleshed out storyline. It's a storyline that had a clear, uh, both, both characters have like agency like she also has her own goals and like you know that like this also doesn't affect her reputation well to be dating this like younger guy Mm -hmm. when like she is already divorced and everything so it's like affecting both of them yes yes it's just so well i think it was very well done it's really
0: well done and it's like the way that i think they both introduce and like wrap up that storyline i think was really good like Mm -hmm. it's like its own contained like little storyline and the other so it's very
1: satisfying as well Uh uh-huh and the other thing is that it does not have a happy ending. It doesn't. They spoilers. I mean, at this point, they break up. Mm-hmm. It like there's there's the hint of reconciliation that maybe like in a few like in a, some time like they can get back together. Yeah, but like no. Like, it just ends quite sadly. Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad. You feel bad about
0: it, but I also, in a way, it's also, like, a satisfying conclusion to it as well. Because it's, like, um, yeah, it seemed like that was probably what had to happen realistically as well.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's what should have happened. Like, that relationship, considering the fact that it was as secret as it was for so long that not even his group mates knew it was happening. Mm -hmm. They just thought he was weird. Yep, yep. But it it was just so well done, I think. hmm Then you have uh, G-Song, formerly of One, playing a drummer. Yes. He probably has, like, the least fleshed out storyline of, of all of them. He's got the least going on for the storylines, yeah. But, but the other... The other thing is that I feel like his storyline is the one that, like, because with JR's storyline, you sort of get it contained, and then with our the our next boy, it's also sort of it's also contained, yeah. Jin Young's uh, Ji Sung storyline, sorry, just sort of extends throughout, like the you get bits of it throughout the whole show, and then it like builds I think it's because I at one yeah, because I think it's also resolved the last as well. It is, yeah, but like you. And it doesn't have necessarily, like, a full episode dedicated to it. But it's, it's like, just, you like, get little moments. glimpses of it in almost every episode. And, like, his storyline involves his mother. Mm-hmm. And, like, his mother being, His uh, mother sucks. His mother is trying to extort terrible. money out of him,
0: essentially, at any
1: given point in time. And also attempting to, like... Push him to go solo, make his own money, yeah. just so that she can have more money. And he, uh, so song's character was also originally a child
0: actor, and since joining Luna, he has been devoted to essentially the band, and he's wanted to just make music and be in a band instead of being an actor. And his mom has sort of doing this weird thing where she's meeting with, like, other agencies and labels and trying to get him acting jobs, like, without him even knowing about it. And he's sort of conflicted because he wants to commit time to Luna, but also he gets a script and he's like, this is actually like a really cool role and I would actually love to do
1: acting again. But- But there's then it's like, the, his CEO but the is- the band is going through so much other turmoil. Like, yeah. he's in a- he's- I like that they did- because them putting this storyline as snippets throughout the show- works so much better because at the point where he's getting the script is sort of the point where everything else is blowing everything up else is falling him. apart yeah yeah everyone else is just going through the worst
0: times of their lives and he goes so it- and he asked the ceo he was mm-hmm. like you know i'm a child actor like what if i i like start acting again and the c the ceo also i think is a pretty great character i really enjoy him yeah. and he but he's like we don't have- it. the CEO isn't evil in this show. No, not at all.
1: We don't really have a main villain The in this. main this villain is, is the
0: fact that the main lead conflict. sleepwalks, and the male, uh, female lead is committing fraud.
1: Like, that's the villain of the it, story. But also, it's that our uh, male lead also just made a shit album. Yeah, he made a really <laughs> shitty given, album. So, Aluda is- we'll finish these songs and we'll get off to of that plot. Yeah. But, um-
0: he goes to the CEO and he asks him if he can do acting and the CEO essentially tells him he's like, "You know what? I think that's definitely good for your future, but we can't right now because June Young has like all of these
1: other scandals happening that it would be bad for the group image." So, like overall. Yeah. And I do think that that does end up getting resolved very well because again, it could lead to absolute bitterness mm-hmm. because again, like I can't do acting because this guy fucked up. Yeah. But I do think that by this point the band is just at a point where they're very much a united front that he understands and, like, obviously, like, it gets resolved and they're all a big happy family again. I do think but that his storyline
0: does... does a lot of setting up the, con- like, internal conflict of the band because towards the end we do they do get into a huge fight, like, the entire <laughs> band. Uh-huh. Where essentially G Song's of... sticking points is going to Joon Young and saying like we are not just here to play instruments for you and for you to create everything by yourselves. Like we are equal members of this band, and you just straight up don't listen to our opinions like, at exactly. all.
1: And that, like, and that's... honestly, like, fair. I agree. Like I agree. <laughs> I think that that's actually a really good way to sort of establish that because his storyline is um, the one that sort of revolves more outside the group like jr's storyline is very internal to himself and just a problem with the industry as a whole Mm -hmm. and then uh our other guy just is done um uh, second male lead is just doing second male lead things yeah he he doesn't matter (laughs) yeah uh sung storyline is the one that just is bringing out the problems of and it's a very realistic problem of like one member of a group being as successful as they are doing things a certain way can hold back other members it's like when you have one
0: member who is essentially dictating the entire concept and sound of the group i mean it's i think it's pretty realistic for the other members of the group to start to feel that way after a
1: while yeah and generally i think that this show did a very good job of just Like, we talked about all the—except for sleepwalking, which I don't necessarily want to know about the private lives of our K-pop idols Uh if they sleepwalk or not. Yep. It's not my job. Mm -hmm. But other than the sleepwalking, I think everything else is super realistic to talk about. Yeah. Because the other thing is um, that—the other sticking point is that at the beginning of the show and what causes everybody to have to, like— you know walk on eggshells around lee Junyoung is that he uh created this album for luna and he was finally able to just have like full control Mm -hmm. and the album was super apparently super experimental yeah it just tanked it It just absolutely tanked tanked. it didn't chart like they did very poorly and And then he also like passes
0: out in the middle of a concert as well because he can't Mm -hmm. sleep because he has his sleepwalking problem and I think, and I don't know why that gets portrayed in a bad light, but it does. Um, yeah. So just all of these things are just starting to cause, like, massive scandals around them as a group because he's just getting himself into all of these completely wild situations because he is
1: sleep-deprived and, like, yeah.
0: sleepwalking all the time everywhere. Yeah.
1: So overall, I think we've got, oh, our last boy. Oh, Yes our Sweet last boy, boy sweetest voice s- oh the night the nicest boy the nicest boy mm-hmm. so it's played by ab6's uh dong hoon sorry and he is the maknae he's the drop he's the keyboardist my apologies mm-hmm. and his main plot line is that he okay so this is where we get the funny part yeah uh this a company is releasing a group we see them mainly first on the essentially, uh, music bank because I think right. they might be using the music bank set. They or might like be one of those, or sets. one of like,
0: like Inky, one of the those like whatever's <laughs> one that SBS
1: has that one. Yeah, I don't remember which one's SBS's, but whichever one there's, which, they might actually, is the actually SBS be using music show. Is that? I don't remember. Hang on. It's very fun. Inky okay. Gaio is the SBS Inky one. Gaio. They might be using the Inky Gaio mm-hmm. set. And our boy is one of the hosts, and he is interviewing this group of four people. Mind you, in the background, much like Inkiya does, they're performing the music video. And I just... I was watching this, Kayla, and I'm like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, is that BDC? It is. They just are playing BDC's Moonwalker, which is funny because it's a four-member group, and BDC's only three people. Yep. But they are just playing BDC's Moonwalker, and the group is just... The three members of BDC and this other actor boy. The actor boy is the one who's there to create the the main conflict, but the other members are just- it's just BDC. (laughs) It's just the members of K-pop group BDC, while only using- because every once in a while they'll go to the CEO and they'll still have, like, posters of the groups. The poster for that group is just BDC. Honestly, I feel like- I kind of love it, that it's like we're just using BDC (laughs) as the background- (laughs) I really do, too. It's hilarious. Because the, also, the group is called Blue Moon, mm-hmm. which is very funny. Because all of BDC's songs have A the word moon song. in them somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're involved with the moon somehow, which is hilarious. But um, the main conflict ends up being that our uh, sweet boy was bullied in high school. Middle school. Middle school? Middle, one, middle school or high school. I think it one was of, middle school. One of them by this kid who like mercilessly taunted him because he was in a k-pop company and i think that again bullying massive issue in actual k-pop yes, yes and yes. then he like he continued like he sort of has a very bad reaction on stage because like this guy tries to like touch him mm-hmm. and he has a very like it's a triggering reaction where he like flinches And that's not necessarily a good reaction. What you want to be doing when
0: you're on a live television?
1: (laughs) And then so he's sort of being talked at. And then he decides to just quit the group. Mm -hmm. Because he cannot be. Oh,
0: he is also getting semi-blackmailed because this other kid who bullied him has a video that shows him essentially. I think it's like just like punching him in the face. But that. Yeah, he put. It's not the whole video because he's doing it in self-defense, but it's yeah. edited in a way that it looks like he is bullying the other kid. That he is a bully. And so that gets he gets sent it personally first and is kind of blackmailed with it and then it is eventually just leaked online. And yeah. so there is he kind of has like massive like public uproar because of that as well.
1: And so he decides that instead of setting this straight. Because at this point, he's told no one in the group yes. he decides to leave. He just straight and then, up disappears. <laughs> he
0: leaves the dorm up, and just
1: runs away. He runs to his adorable little... It's like Karate Studio or, or something? Or, yeah, yeah, something. It's very sweet. And I I like that this is sort of the first storyline that comes and gets resolved because... Like, yeah this is still when the group is this is sort of what sort of brings the group together because they're about to just sort of let him leave yeah and just be like well he doesn't want to be here We're this like,
0: like jun young is in like peak bitch mode and he's like if he doesn't want to be here he can just leave and i think jisung is like what the fuck is the matter with you like do you why do you hate us
1: yeah uh so otherwise that's very fun um Then we then get the confirmation where he later finds just an actual, he stands up for himself, like gets the, and then actually gets the full recording of, hey, this is everything that happened. I could show this online, Mm -hmm. but he decides not to because, you know, he's a quote unquote better person, which is fair, but also maybe we should maybe the people should know that they're supporting like an actively terrible person who's still terrible. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And I think they like.
0: um, I don't think they actually reveal it at all. They decide to just like. No, they don't. Not at delete all. Delete the evidence. They kind of just show up to like an abandoned building, and they like. I
1: think it's their middle. I think it's the middle. They <laughs> the show middle up school, to the middle school,
0: and then they just have a fight, like a just to fight it out. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they just want to punch each other. Yeah. And then, uh, but, and then it's like, and then the other, the bully kid is like, please don't reveal it. And he's like, I'm just going to delete the video. I'm like, not going to even, I can't be bothered with yeah. this anymore. So.
1: Yeah. So we move on. Mm-hmm. But he does become like a more, uh, they don't sort of understand that sweet boy more. Yeah. Because he's always, he's the youngest. He's sort of the baby.
0: This does and seem I like it was, they are very much, they, at the beginning of the show is very much a group that our coworkers do not speak yes. to each other often. Yes.
1: I think it seems like uh G sung and our little AB6 boy are friends. They're friendly the others. Yeah. Are, they're
0: just coworkers. They live in a dorm, but they like do not speak to each other about essentially anything. Th- then again,
1: I am curious because I am not sure if this happened. I'm not sure any of them ever found out that JR was actually dating that woman. I don't think he talked
0: about it. I don't think he talked about it directly. I think obviously I think when they- he runs away in the middle of the night with her. Like I think you can get they, it a do, but I don't know if he actually himself confirmed I don't think that they to them ever, ever.
1: Like I think they know he ran away. Yeah, but like I don't think they ever had a conversation. Like that's the I, one think, it's, it's, that I just think it's I think it's like obvious it.
0: enough where they probably got the
1: idea, but I don't but think they, they ever had a conversation like, about him. It. They never they never actively have a conversation about yeah. anything in Jr's life. Yep, Jr
0: JR's is a there, very private
1: person. <laughs> very private, even for the people he lives with. Yes, yes. I also did enjoy this show very much for its fact of, like, the CEO is not a villain. He is money-focused because he's the CEO of a company. Everyone obviously has that in the back of their head, but he doesn't view these people as non-human.
0: Right. And he's, like, kind of also, like, there for comic relief a little bit as well. He He is. So he's kind of just, like, he's, like, the way he, like, reacts and stuff... Um, it's just kind of funny. And it's like he is being a CEO, but he's definitely not like the cartoony evil type of CEO that we saw mm. in like um imitation or anything
1: like that. Oh, absolutely. I I do think overall it's just a good uh balance. Yeah. On this show between like uh active I don't think we also couldn't just have another actively terrible person more than just Lee Jun Young. hmm I think that was also the problem with imitation was that everybody fucking sucked.
0: Right. That was that is true.
1: So that was Let Me Be Your Night. Well, overall pretty decent. I liked it. Yeah, it's it like was, an enjoyable it was, show. Like I'm not mad I think, that I watched it. I mean, I think between the amount of time we spent talking about the main couple and the side couples, <laughs> mm-hmm. the unfortunate part of that show is that the main for as much as we talked about all these side characters. The main, main storyline story is so boring. <laughs> like, like those side couples are about maybe 25% of the show 75% are this super boring absolutely terrible uh uh main plot line that's not it's just
0: everything going on there is just your typical like k-pop romance things and it's just so there's nothing honestly, interesting i happening. would say
1: it's worse than your average k-pop romance i probably
0: honestly probably because there's also the weird
1: fraud fraud and doctor the aspect, fraud aspect of it and i also don't think they have that much chemistry they have no chemistry <laughs> like the chemistry aspect but i have yet to low. see lee Junyoung have chemistry with anybody so i don't know that might just be a him problem fair i think that's just a general him problem mm-hmm. but like i need him to have chemistry with something maybe yeah. Oh, idea, idea. Do we think that two non-chemistries cancel out to a positive? We put him and Song Kang in a show together and just see what happens. See what happens. See what happens if you put them in, like, one of those Korean BLs? Bro see what happens, see what maybe, happens. The, maybe two non i don't honestly two,
0: don't know if i could double stomach, negative i don't equals think i positive. know if i could stomach watching that to be no, perfectly be that would be
1: terrible it'd be garbage but like maybe by like the maybe by math logic two negatives are a positive right maybe <laughs> Who, it definitely like doesn't it somehow- definitely doesn't work with like straight couples
0: because they've done that before and it's just still bad so you know if the straights don't work it's yeah, always the, straights the other option work, so.
1: maybe mm-hmm. i do like the idea that somehow we find a way to put song kang in all our episodes oh he, song Drama. kang
0: every episode
1: about k Travis, we need a song we, kang. we don't i don't necessarily have that many opinions on this man but i just feel i think he's, he's kind
0: of bad is my opinions on song kang like i
1: don't i don't think i've really enjoyed him in I, anything. I, at this point, fair because I I, I first want to give him the benefit like maybe he's just in bad shows and I'm just like, but how many bad shows how many can bad shows can
0: do? you be in before it's like this is your entire I career?
1: Know. I don't know. Lee Minho's been in every Lee ba- Minho is also in pretty in bad, bad shows. shows. Which, again, is a similar Song Kang Song, Song Junkie,
0: also similar situation, so, as we have realized. Okay, so this is an off-topic
1: tangent, but we have come to a realization. We have. I've come to a massive K- K-drama and, realization. And Kayla is correct, which is the fact that everyone thinks that Lee- uh, Song Junkie. Lee, uh, Song Junkie is a good actor. Yes. But the one we point to is always Descendants of the Sun. That was a fluke because everything else I've seen him and I don't like. I have hated Song Junkie in every single show
0: he's been in outside of Descendants of the Sun. And so I was like, Descendants of the Sun was
1: a fluke. That was a fluke in his career and Song Junkie is not
0: a good actor.
1: Yeah, Descendants of the Sun is so good. Like, it's like top 10 show ever made. Mm -hmm. But, oh my god. God. Because it's
0: after Easy like watching him or just like the show that he's the show that he, he's decided to be in. Because he's like in freaking Arthandult Chronicles and he was in like a uh, werewolf yes. boy and then like Space Sweepers and obviously like Vincenzo, which we famously
1: hate. Famously so it's hate. So like none of those are good. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed any of that. No. No. And now I'm just curious, because I haven't—you you haven't watched The Innocent Man, right? I've watched about four episodes of it. But I'm The Innocent cu-
0: Man is just kind of bad in the way that, like, 2012K dramas are bad, so. Yeah.
1: Because that's the one that I haven't seen, and I was just curious. I'm just like, is—even when he's a ba- like baby actor Song Jong-ki, mm-hmm. is he also bad? He's not— I was like, I don't think I've seen enough of it to
0: know, but he's that's just a weird show to begin with. But then but then we'll again, see. we're at the same place where it's like, if you're choosing to be in like weird shows, then as, then your career is like, that's your career. Yeah, that that's, one. Like, that's, you that's just what too, we're doing now. You've been now. in too
1: many of them where I can justify it. Yeah, so we've now decided that uh Desents of the Sun is a fluke. It's a fluke. Because that's the thing of just like, when, when that might have been like my first exposure to him. Right. As like a main lead. And I'm just like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah. So he must be great. <laughs> but No. N- uh,
0: no, apparently not. No. Nah.
1: That's where we're at.
0: But anyway, to get away from the tangent, Idle the Coup. The last Idle one. Idle the Coup is
1: the best show.
0: Idle the Coup is surprisingly good. I think it's quite good it is so good and what every this like the entire time i was watching it i was like i can't believe this show is this good like
1: i I know genuinely can't believe that they made We were like waiting for i was waiting for this show to take a turn for the worse i was waiting for something to happen in this show that just like threw it and like threw a curveball into it and i thought it was coming because when we i was watching it i'm so conditioned to um So the show is about, uh, mainly about the girl group Cotton Candy. Yes. Love that our girl groups are called Tea Party Cotton Candy. Like all these fake K-pop groups have this very similar naming structure. Yes. Because it's Cotton Candy, and the boy group is called Mars, Mm -hmm. which I gives me vague Tea Party Shacks vibes. Yes, yes. It's the same, same naming vibes there for sure. Which is. That's the one thing I think about these shows is that they they have the vibe of real K-pop groups. They do. But not the naming conventions of any of them. This is true. Because we don't name K-pop groups Mars or no, Shaxx anymore. Name, no. We have
0: significantly worse names for K-pop groups these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, so Cotton Candy is a group. They essentially established the company that they are in. And they were getting, like, okay popularity at first, but as more time went on, they just g- became less and less Lost irrelevant. It. And are at the point in their career where they are just not getting any types of schedules or anything. The members have to get part-time jobs to even make money. And they are just essentially waiting out disbandment.
1: It's essentially Nuix, newest mixed with, like, Top Dog. Yeah yep yep but yeah and like they're they're essentially at this point doing one last comeback before disbandment
0: and this was essentially done to spite the company because they asked oh, yeah. for disbandment from the company the company said no and then they went off on their own and it's like okay hey, if you're not gonna help us we're gonna go find a song and make our own music and just, video and we're gonna yeah. make a
1: last comeback we're gonna win a music show and then we're gonna disband gonna immediately disband yeah. And that's the other thing is that like Mars is the new hotshot group. Like I don't, I don't know if Mars is like an EXO level company. No, like I wouldn't say group. they're. I they're kind of like I, think I, I would say the like astro level popularity yeah. is what I would say. They're around. They there. are the group. They're like the face of the company, and they're decently popular. Mm-hmm. But I never. But got I don't. The sense I, don't that I, they I never got were the like, got the stars. sense
0: they're like A tier K
1: pop. No. Um, the other fun aspect of this show, which is where like this show has the as f- is, is the good thing with it, is that it has the balance of realistic K-pop, which is like yeah, no, a girl a girl group like this is gonna disband after like seven years, yeah. like that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. They're all older; they want to move on with their lives. Um, what else? Mars is like a popular boy group, whatever. All of that, yeah. But like then you have like the just the pure drama plot, yes, where like. The CEO has a massive heart attack and dies. CEO and get and to... dies, and then the new young, young, hot CEO is like the stepmother hot... of the male lead. The one thing I did love, and this is just um, super, like this is just a personal thing that I adored, was that so our main lead is played by um, uh, Hani from mm. EXID, and the main not the main, Mars is a K-pop group, but one of the guys from Mars, who is our male lead, and the hot, rich, young CEO. Yes. Those are our main this three shows, roles. Yes. This show establishes this to be a love triangle. And I'm like, I don't want her with any of this, because both of these are conflicts of interest. Yep. This kid is young. Like, the, the age difference doesn't really matter, but like, it just felt weird for her to get with the, ki- the this kid. And then, her being in love with her boss is weird. The show is too realistic for you to be in love with your boss. I honestly
0: love the fact that this is not- And that this just wasn't a romance. It's not a romance. And I love that the fact that it's not a romance, because I think K-pop romance is like, I'm done with that as a concept. I
1: don't really care about it. Here's the thing. I love romance. I'm here for the romance, but I think that this show did well with not having it. it, I think it it makes the show so much better that it's not a romance. Because the other thing is, I think just with the way the show worked, because they could have, because you've seen it, Kayla, they could have ended up with her and the CEO. I saw them going with the CEO, to be honest. Mm -hmm. That that ending scene could have been different, where, like, at the end, the group does disband. She no longer works for him. I could see them, like, doing the bullshit at the end where it's like, hey, you're not my employee. You want to go to dinner? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's how we're at. Or, like, they do end it with a kiss. And I don't, I don't, I think that after everything that happened, that would have been a bad idea. I just really like that they, I think, and
0: I think the show very much knew the fact that they were not going to push it in the direction of a romance to begin with. And that was the thing that I saw people saying that they didn't like about it was that there wasn't enough romance. And I'm like, look at these two male leads and tell me that the romance makes sense between either of
1: them. (laughs) Like, it just doesn't. I don't want it. I don't want it. This kid who is, say, like, significantly younger than her and also her boss. Like, that's, like, I don't... Yeah, it's yeah not, both it's of not those are light. bad ideas. But, again, I think that K-dramas have just so conditioned to have romance at the end. Especially K-dramas that have a female lead. Yeah, This, I'm just so happy that it didn't. It just didn't need it. It was not necessary. Mm-hmm. It was the other thing I love... And also that CEO is kind of our villain because he is the one that's actively making their lives harder. He is. It's like so he's like the villain
0: in the way that he's a figurehead for the overall entertainment mm-hmm. company and he is the one making a lot of these decisions. But the farther along we get in this show, the, the more, he more he he's going around, the more yes. he's going out of this way to like help them succeed. Whether or not um, they really want to accept help from him at all is like changes along is. the way, too. But he, I think the more he sees of them, the more he sort of just sees, like, especially Hani, this girl with like uh-huh. massive ambition, and is like, I don't need to be an asshole this much, as much yeah. of an asshole
1: as I'm being right I now am being- to them. The other thing I did enjoy was that this group did disband at the end. They did. Like, this wasn't a, hey, we're going to disband, but... Because they do end up having a massive hit at the end of the show. The group comes back and the song is a hit. Yeah. And then they disband. Just like they said they would. Like, it's not that they turned around and were like, no, but I... The but now we're doing, but back now we're successful, so now we're not gonna disband. I'm like, I didn't like that they actually going. disbanded. I like yeah, that. Yeah, at the end, they all go on to just be their own, do their own different things either production, either being an actress, either um, once a dance teacher, choreographer. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just
0: good. It was good. I liked that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Also, the general tone of this show. It's so clearly set a lot darker than the other two as well. And I feel like because of that, it was able to like go into issues that the other shows either couldn't because of the vibe or just were afraid uh-huh. to cover as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, just even in how it shot, it's shot, this show it was is shot with like much more natural looking lighting, which means it's darker than the other, like mm-hmm. just lighting wise. Yeah. Darker than the other ones. It's not as so bright and, like yeah. uh bright and cheery, mm-hmm.
0: and like just as like a general to get the vibe of the show. In the opening episode, we're introduced to one of the members of Cotton Candy, and she's passed out and drunk at a club, and like mm. has someone has to they have to call someone to come get her essentially.
1: Yeah, and it's and like, like they're they're doing things like just doing like uh live streams to get money. Like they're just doing what like yeah she the one dances at the club money. and gets
0: like money for it or whatever. Yeah. And I think they do a really, really good job with it, because, like, one of the other, like, one of the members, her storyline is that she is on, like, anxiety medication, but she doesn't want the other members of her group to know about it because she doesn't want to come off as, like, weak or anything. Um, and then Exie, who is, like, she's kind of, like, a pseudo, like, uh, she's, like, one of the more important members of the group, I'd say, because her storyline is more important. But she, she leaves the group officially, but she'll come back eventually. But she leaves yep. and is essentially... Trying to get signed into another entertainment company to go solo, but this involves or even like just
1: this entertainment yeah. company, any entertainment company that will take her. But as she a is soloist. like,
0: but that involving in, that means she goes on these weird dates with like the old CEO of the company, and it's yeah. like kind of vaguely implied she also has to do like weird escort service type stuff as well. So, yeah, that's like, like really, really interesting. Goes, it really goes in deep, like kind of yeah. really dark.
1: And I think things like that are kind of why this show was the least watched of all of them. Yeah. One, it had no romance. I think the minute you don't see that. And two, all the idols in this show are either not idols anymore mm-hmm. or they are like older idols that don't yeah. necessarily like. There are members of Cotton Candy that were in like La Boom. We have La Boom,
0: uh, WJSN, and Red Square members yeah. in this group and ex and but i don't know if but she's like hannah's like old and like pretty established as just and like an yeah. actress yeah. as well and then yeah. it's like we have barrow formerly of p1a4 here yep and then these members of this um boy group mars. mars the main lead is kim min-q who was on produce x and just has kind of done acting and hosting and like random stuff famously of that really terrible seventh sense fan cam and then oh yes we get unsang who is in um that new, brand new music group now. And then Ha Gunki, was, who was also on, who was in, like, Reigns and then was also on Purdue Season 2. One of these members is the, um, the member who was going to be in 2 and then got replaced last minute. <laughs> well, he's in this show that I just found out recently. And then I don't remember if the other kid is, the other one is just an actor. But it's like, yeah. we have really low tier idols here. Oh, yeah. And then, or just like people who are pretty well established as actors, so
1: yeah, so people that aren't necessarily so much in in the industry anymore and can do subject matter like this, yeah,
0: because it's like another one of the biggest um, plot points and like that we have is there's an entire plagiarism plot line and that's I think one of the main yeah like that's conflicts, like the main,
1: especially at the end, mm-hmm. like toward the end of the show,
0: where it's like their old entertainment company has this music producer, he's kind of shitty. Like it's pretty oh, he's a piece
1: of, clearly he's shown arrogant. to be really he's shitty. So arrogant.
0: Yeah. And then there is this old other music producer who Cotton Candy apparently was supposed to get a debut song from him, but accused him of plagiarism and it ruined his entire career for the most part. Yeah. But they go well, but because they don't have anyone else to give them a song, they kinda go they crawling go back, back to, back to him. him. And he's super pissed. Yep. That that guy is the one played by Baro right of b 4 and, and he A4. is, and it's like he essentially says, "In order to give me the song, I need you to go get um X Exie's character, and she has to be a backup dancer from the group that
1: she left." I am, at the and it group was just like left. an entirely like humiliating situation. Oh no, it was. <laughs> God awful because it also caused them to like miss a perf- almost miss a performance of theirs yeah. with Mars. Yeah, all of it was just like it was just it a also- shit show. Everything so going on that was bad. a shit show. But it was just like a lot.
0: It was a lot. But on, it's like the thing that I enjoyed about this so much is like the drama is like so much more exaggerated, but it's in a way that it makes sense for a drama.
1: And it, that yeah, because- it is a it is a realistic setting with K drama elements. As opposed to a drama with K-pop elements. Yes, yes.
0: And I think that's what makes it so good, is mm-hmm. that the characters, I think, are so... It's like, I think they're a little bit less fleshed out than some, like than Let Me Be Your Night, for sure, just because there are more oh, of yeah. them. But I like the conflicts more. They seem more
1: realistic to me. I like that it's not a romance. And they're also handled, I think, in a they're better They're handled way, a lot better. like Let Me Be Your Night sort of just, like... Okay, now uh, the conflict is finished. Yes. And especially with the fact that Let Me Be Your Night still seemed like a drama with K-pop elements secondary. Yeah. This seemed like- Like, like the K-pop part of this show
0: was the- that was the center of the show. Like, every conflict stemmed from the fact that this is the K-pop industry and all of the conflicts that would be there.
1: People that, like, knew the industry or at least knew enough of the actual issues of the industry. Yeah.
0: Easily. And decided to
1: actually take infl- issues that an actual K-pop idol would have. Mm-hmm. But just, like, all the issues and throw them all into this small group of people. Right, right. And, like, have it all f- at the same time. Yeah. Like a drama mm-hmm. would.
0: The one thing that I don't like about this show, and it's, like, kind of, it's honestly just kind of nitpicky, is that once they clear up the plagiarism plotline, which is, I think, the main the, con- the main yeah. conflict... They go towards the end as you get like a couple episodes a piece on each of the other members of Cotton Candy and like doing a plot line yeah. with them. And at that point, it, it takes me out of the show a little bit because it, it just seems a little forced and they're the
1: they they, they just kind of weird to begin with. It, it feel like that should have been instead of all at the, all we at the like end. We should have like put it a, like
0: more, we should have spaced them out, them
1: out better than, rather than put them all at the end. Because there are members of Cotton Candy, because other than like Hani and Exy, mm-hmm. the other members sort of don't get that much characterization generally. They like, so, like Sullivan's
0: of... character is mm-hmm. just wildly aggressive and drunk a lot of the time. So she's pretty she's pretty noticeable just because of that. But
1: But you don't get any reasons, you don't get any explanations, you just sort of get that. Yeah. A lot. And it's like, okay. you remember
0: her because she acts like that all the time, but it, she mm-hmm. doesn't have any sort of other fleshed out storyline until literally the finale is, like, yeah. when they get to her episode. And it's like, and that's the, like, the conflict of the finale, and I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know if I think it's... I, don't, I, I didn't think it was a very good conflict for the finale either. No, not really. Because it's it essentially just, it's, her grandma's dying, and she's about yeah. to miss the thing. And it's like a whole thing, and I'm like, okay, I've watched so much of the show now... I've just been introduced to the fact that this girl is a grandma grandma who's dying. I I don't care about it,
1: really. Yeah, it just sort of seemed like they could have rearranged a lot of these plots to be in a better order. Yeah, for sure. As opposed to, like, whatever was happening.
0: I think the plagiarism thing definitely should have been saved up until right at the end, and we could have, I don't know, done something else that maybe was a conflict for them. Um, something that was going to interview with their debut or their music show performance other than the fact that this girl was visiting her dying grandma but
1: something else anything i think
0: there's like a weird one with the girl who is on anxiety medication who has this like man who's a stalker a little bit but also like f-
1: apparently filmed like a child porn of her which is like yeah no film yeah but apparently like he's yeah, no, he's threatening her with blackmail yeah. of her own child porn. And I'm just and I'm like, like, that's fucked. That's, But also, we get that storyline that That's story in, like, is episode, finished. like, 10 out of 12. Yeah, no, then also, that is completed in, like, I don't know, 20 minutes? That is, like, introduced, introduced and resolved and within, finished. like,
0: essentially an episode and, like, a fourth, so.
1: Some, but, like, in total terms of time dedicated to the storyline, yeah. I think we get 20 minutes to mm-hmm. it. Because, um, but also, we're just gonna sort of let this guy keep getting away with possibly making child porn? And it's very, it was very weird. Like, that one, super weird. That that, that, that just seemed wrong. Yeah.
0: But it's, uh, other what is, like, are there any other side plots really happening here? I don't think so. Not really. I think we hit all the major ones. I think those ones. are the main ones, yeah. The only other thing is that, like, the main lead and this other kid from Mars are gonna be debuting in, like, a a sub-unit, subunit and that's where the plagiarism thing is coming from because it's their debut song that is a good question of plagiarism so um that's really it i think that's mainly what happens oh we did our manager gets
1: killed in a car crash like at the same time the same that time, time that the, the ceo is having, having a heart, heart attack, attack. <laughs> like that those are simultaneously happening mm-hmm. So that like and that happens in really... like episode two or three of the show. So. Yeah, because that's just sort of to make it so that we can one get hot, rich, young CEO. Yes, and also so that this group can be like fully alone, fully
0: alone, because and the one man who cares about them has head. to die. <laughs> yep,
1: he must. G- he must get into a massive car accident while it's downpouring. I know. I was like, I was really, I was sad because I liked him a lot. Um, yo, he is wonderful. He was wonderful. Um, here is here is a question. Yes, at the end um favorite song from each show Ooh. um so i like because also i think for me before we go into that i think idol the coup probably is the best music it has really overall. good music yeah overall i think it because i think a lot of i think it just has the most music it well. has
0: the most music and also because they do like the collaboration thing before we get like i think just more songs with that as well so yeah i really like it so what's your favorite song from Imitation? From so Imitation, I'd
1: say it's still Malo. That one, I think, pretty easily the best for me. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, it's up... Malo and Tea Party are both up there for me, but I yeah. would still say I would give it to Malo. Yeah. Kayla, what's your favorite Luna song?
0: Luna is Love Paranoia is the one for me that sounds like an end flying song, so <laughs>
1: I like that one. Ah. I don't... I go back and forth. I kind of want to give it to Beautiful Breakup. Mm. Because I think that song is just like a whole lot of a lot. Right, right. We we pull the melodrama up to 12 on that one. Yeah. And it's very funny. Mm -hmm. I also think it's kind of where uh, (laughs) agree with me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I think our main bitch boy has a very whiny sounding voice. He does. And I think a song like beautiful breakup is where that wine sort of sounds okay right right so what about idol of the coup
0: i have to think about that a little bit because it's
1: it has so many more songs in it too. it has so many
0: yeah that's the other thing because you got like five songs from cotton candy, right you yeah get a mars song because honest by cotton candy is a pretty good
1: song I do, I. But I, I, also
0: good. really like the the duo I, one Cla- that they sing, ah. which is I don't rem- talking to the moon. I think that's the name of that. I mean, is that the name yes. of that? I like that a lot. I think so.
1: See, I like that one a lot. I also like Cloud Nine by Mars. That's all. Yeah, that, that one's song best. is. It definitely quite is the good, best so.
0: song. It definitely has the most songs, but
1: yeah, because they sound songs, the most are like
0: great. typical K-pop Real
1: songs K-pop? in Idol the Coup. They do. I feel like this is what like you just got. Maybe not songs by uh, like top tier K-pop producers, right. but like your average K-pop song from like your average K-pop group. It's what you're getting. Mm-hmm.
0: Should also be known that Sammy and I own the the OSTs essentially for all of these shows.
1: Oh yeah, we do.
0: Sammy bought me a Shax album as like joke for present for Christmas. I did. So I just had that. Um. And then and I restarted watching
1: the other two shows. And I was like, I
0: think I just need to own them all now that I have this Shacks album that's just sitting on my shelf
1: of albums. So And the thing was I wanted the other two. Yeah. Because I wanted the idol of the coup soundtrack and the Let Me Be Your Night soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But like and then I was just, you know what? I gotta get Shacks. Fuck it. We'll we'll make a set. Yep, just gonna be a set. So now I'll- here we are. Also, before we end, I want to just complain that somehow Shax has the best bagged album. Pack yeah, I've I
0: don't. Ever seen. Yeah, Shax's album is one of those plastic pouch albums that, for some reason, it's the best quality plastic pouch album that I've ever bought before. So it really
1: is. It's like because it's like far. a pencil
0: case. It's like a clear pencil case, so it is like pretty sturdy for a pouch oh, yeah. album. Mm-hmm. it's upsetting as that it's Shax like, that is the one that has that but
1: yeah as opposed to like just an absolute and now envelope. i just have
0: too many photo cards of lee Junyoung young for no reason now which is also kind of upsetting because there's he's
1: in two of them same also the fact of the one thing i will say is that personally overall i think that um because like shacks was just a k-pop album with yeah. a lot of extras because it came with like a keychain so it did feel like an ost mm-hmm. but like also like you were just getting merch yeah. The group, which I think is funny. I thought that was uh, funny. Let me be your night's album was just packaged like Moonlight. It's just the, an album. It was just an album from yep. Luna with the name of the album that came out in yep, that yep. show, and so it did only come. So Shax comes with three photo cards, and then and uh, a keychain comes with, and a keychain. But uh, uh luna comes with two photo cards mm-hmm. which is fine because that is just pure it's k-pop just, album packaging. the way it's
0: packaged is just, it's just a k-pop album yeah. i
1: did appreciate that uh because idol the coup didn't do a separate, Idle the album a separate is an actual just it's just an album. actual ost but, but packaged like a k-pop you, album but they did give you two sets of photo cards with one with polaroids of all the cast and two uh with uh, one photo card from each member of Con Candy and each member of Mars, just because I genuinely think that if you gave anyone half the Mars members, they would just, just be like, like, who the fuck the, is this? Uh, yeah, the other members of Mars, other
0: than the main lead and the kid who's in the subunit with him, like, they might as well just not be in the show. Like, they're
1: barely there. Yeah. But, like, I think generally speaking, this is more like what I think an OST should do, yeah. because genuinely this isn't a K-pop group. Yeah, the other two were clearly
0: meant to be k-pop a albums gimmick. for yeah gimmick but the the idol the coup one
1: is i think very clearly a ost an album OST. Yeah. yeah yeah and i like it for that reason mm-hmm. because on one side you have a uh, picture of cotton candy yes. and on the other side and you have a picture of mars it's cute it's very cute i think that that's sort of the perfect way to do this type of album because i do like while well, the gimmick of yeah just um it's like kind of I don't legit, know like, if I K-pop like the album. gimmick of having a K pop album for a group
0: that doesn't exist, but I am more okay with owning just a OST for K drama.
1: Yeah. Not that I own many OSTs for K dramas. That's not really where I Yeah. Those are I mean, these are all all the only money. three that I own. So Same. Same. And really it was for the gimmick of it all. I know. But yes I like that we haven't bought that much K-pop this year But this is what we have Before decided I decided
0: to buy. to buy the J01 and INI and I back catalog Those were the only oh, two yeah. albums also, I bought this uh, year
1: for update on me and Kayla's ever-extending J-pop collection yep. We have both decided that we are going to buy every version of everything yes. That J01 and INI and I have ever yeah, released So I, we've caved and now We're also buying the INI box sets Um,
0: And I also went back and I bought every single version of j One's albums That I didn't own Same. For. All
1: I need to buy are, like, three versions of The Star. See, I bought the other two versions of The Star on eBay this morning, so I, they're I all in the way now. <laughs> look, I need to get on that. I haven't had time. <laughs> I had errands to run. Yep, yep. I had to go. <laughs> I had bills to pay. <laughs> and honestly, the K-pop budget, I think because of current K-pop things happening, the K-pop budget's getting diverted to other things. Yep, yep. And it's like
0: uh, half of my groups are... Dead that I want to Kayla buy all no work So it's like I might as well just go all in on J-pop at this point because who else do I have here to even support right now?
1: So why not? Mm-hmm. And then I just I've only needed like two albums this year. Yeah, just because like you know that's about it. Yep. Yep. What else do I need? What else? Who else is What else can out? I do except for buy K-drama OSTs and J-pop now? So I mean, I've bought. So 2022 is bought... looking like. I mean, I bought uh, the Tale of Thousand Stars and did Bad that. Buddy DVDs. You did buy those. They're, you know, uh-huh. this is what happens when you have when we're so used to having disposable income for K-pop, and then K-pop and then goes K-pop away. Pop we goes still goes have to the shit, dis- and it's like, I know. Then, what do I do with all this money? <laughs> what do I do with the money I set aside for this? <laughs> right. <laughs> I spend it on like stupid things.
0: like I could, I could just not spend the money, but I kind of want to spend could. the money. <laughs>
1: It's the thing of just, like, spending money feels good. It does. I need that dopamine I need the dopamine. System. Like, it makes me feel happy. It does.
0: Uh, but, yes. Uh, that has been K-Pop K-Dramas. Hooray.
1: Hurrah. Hurrah. Um, I, I hope we get think- more of them, but only if they want. I kind of want to get- more- like one a year yeah I don't I don't need, need three, three within
0: three in the months. same year and I don't need two of them to share the same actor also so I also
1: don't I also think he should retire from he
0: those. needs to stop those then again if he's just
1: gonna retire from those and do love and leashes I think he should keep doing them that's
0: <laughs> true <laughs> this is also very true also there is a scene in Let me be your night where he acts like a dog and I was just like this is a continuing theme for this man apparently. woof woof woof. um but anyways we are available on all major podcasting platforms like apple podcast and spotify we also have a youtube channel where we post all of our episodes along with an extra fun clip video every week and we have a instagram and a twitter account that are both linked in the description of every episode and with that uh we will see you next week bye